0: hello are you there god it's it's me margaret it's not it's alex um don't sue me so i have this problem with thinking that every time i quote something i'm going to get sued i it, i don't know it's a possibility i should probably look into that um stuff also i know my last podcast i rambled for a good minute and a half repeating myself throughout the entire time. I apologize for that. <clears throat> That's yeah, that was so bad. I'm going to add that to my list of cringy moments, episode 1. My cringiest moment of all. Anyways, today I am going to be talking about my my relationship, or I guess I should say my lack of relationship with my biological father and I don't really have anything in particular I was going to mention throughout this just kind of my life and my life is kind of crazy um so let's get into it it all started when I was born my mom me Tracy my mommy Tracy some call her Mother Teresa. No one calls her that. I couldn't. <laughs> what? Um, pregnant with little old me and had me. And obviously, I don't remember being born. But apparently, I was, in my mom's words, like daddy's little girl. I don't remember this. So she had me at the age of 20. And then, guess what? She got pregnant again at the age of 20. And had my brother at 21 by this same man. Mom and him ended up splitting up. And it was for the best. Um, My mom is a single mom for a very long time. She was, again, a very young mom with two kids. And I don't remember... A lot of my childhood, I do remember, I have, like, really odd, specific memories about, um, like, living in an apartment and learning how to braid, uh, on a My Little Ponytail that I got in a McDonald's Happy Meal toy, um, and they're all just kind of, like, weird memories that, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I think I need to do that thing where you can, like, unlock memories with your eyes, <laughs> You blink real fast and it disappears or something. Um, I need to do that because I do not remember remember a lot of my childhood. And, um, yeah, so I'm just kind of curious to see what that is. But from what I do remember saying, no, my mom saying was that I had a very, very, very difficult time. With the separation, I guess again I don't remember this. I who do not. I think my brother had just turned one, and I was maybe two or three when they. My mom had officially left him. Um. So I. Every story I have of him was told to me. I do have few memories that I've made myself, which I'll explain later on. Um. So everything from that early age, I only have information about because it was told to me not because I know so keeping that in mind I try to remember that just because this is what was told to me and like what was said had happened um I try to be mindful of the fact that there might be missing details and whatever so what the hell was I saying oh um apparently at that time when they had separated I had taken it very 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 difficult and had actually taken it out on my brother um keep in mind he was just a little guy and I I my mom said I would bite the shit out of him I would bite his face I bit his arms I would bite his eyelids his eyebrows and like would try and draw blood apparently I again I do not remember this and when she every time Every time she tells me about this, it just breaks my heart. Um, but apparently, I was my mom. She had taken me to a couple of child, what the hell, child psychologists, and they had said it was because of the separation. Um, I don't know if anything was done or like what we did to get me out of that phase. And to be honest, I kind of never really asked when that story was told to me. I kind of was just like, holy shit. Anyways, um, and then just moved on. And I do not remember, you know, past that, past that. I, it was very normal for me to not have a person in my life that I had called dad my mom had had boyfriends and it's not like my mom had a lot of boyfriends she only brought people into our lives that she trusted while she was a young mom my mom is a (laughs) my mom you don't mess with my mama She's a very protective mama bear and there's no way in hell she was going to bring anyone around us that she felt was going to put us in danger so yes while she brought guys into our lives it was they were vetted first um and so there was no way in hell I was gonna call those people dad just because I was like, that's not <laughs> dad. Why so I just, I never really called anybody anything that I, now that I think about it. Um, and then my, and this was just like for a couple of years while well, I was younger. And then when I was about seven or eight years old, maybe six or seven years old, my, who I now refer to as my stepdad came into my life and was in my life for about 19 years, 19, 20 years. He's actually still in my life to this day, but him and my mom were together for that long. They're not together anymore. Anyways, um, not my story to tell. Um, So when he came into my life, I had known that this man was going to be my father figure, but it wasn't my biological dad. Um, And I... The last time I talked to my biological dad, I was six years old. No,pe six or seven years old. Actually, my mom and my stepdad had just barely started dating, and my brother and I went to Wyoming to go visit our biological dad and our grandma from that side. Um, and we it was in Jackson. Going to Jackson, and that was the last time I had seen him. And I remember the man ate a moth. If you guys know me, I have a fear of moths, and I had had it even before that. And the fact that I witnessed that man eat a moth, I was like, who in the hell is this guy? Why is this my dad? Um, I'm not calling this man dad. And I have very few memories of that trip. And the ones that I do have, were just, they're just weird memories. Nothing bad, but just like, what? this is weird. Um, but anyways, and so that was the last time I remember like actually talking to him and just being very like, "Mm, mm, this is a dad. No, thanks. Like I'll stick to not having one of those, I think. Um, can I have a refund? And so we went back home and my mom and again, my now stepdad were I'd been dating a while, and again, he was in my life for, and still is in my life for however many years, 20 years, and throughout that time, this is when not having a relationship with my biological father, actually, I felt like did not affect me, um, My stepdad was that male figure that I had needed at that time growing up. He introduced my brother and I to a lot of things. And I remember wanting to be, being interested in the things that he was interested in. Because this was a guy that was sticking around for so long. And I was like, hey, this is kind of cool. These are cool things. And it was like hunting, fishing, camping. He took us camping for the first time. Anything to do with the outdoors, he has done it and got us interested in it. I had played soccer because he played soccer growing up. Like I was like, hey, man, now this is what a dad is. This is pretty cool. However, I never called him dad. I called him his name. I don't know why that is, looking back. Um, My brother called him dad. And to be 100% honest, I have no idea why I never said it. Like, literally, I did not ever call him dad. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't mean it as like a insult thing it was just like a weird I have no idea does anyone know should I do some maybe that fast eye blinking can get me to think about it anyways um so during all of that time everything that my stepdad had done I had thought was what a typical classic dad that everyone else had that's what I had, too. So I was like, perfect. Like, now I have one of those things. Like, that won't eat mobs. Like, this is cool. Um, My mom did communicate with my brother and I about who our biological father was. She never, ever, ever wanted to hide him from us. And she did want to make it clear that while our stepdad was in our lives, we do have a biological father out there. We she did encourage us to reach out to him if we did have questions to learn about him. Um, we just didn't. We, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't speak on my brother's behalf, but I can speak on mine and saying I had heard what I needed to hear apparently and that was good enough for me. I will also say that I do speak with everyone else on that side of the family. I do have relatives from my father's side that are, some of my biggest role models in my life today, and I am forever grateful that um, they stuck around and were there for my brother and I, and also very grateful that my mom basically forced my brother and I to keep in in, in touch with them. She always made sure that we had their numbers on our phones, and if it was a birthday to reach out or to just to just always remind us that we do have that side of the family that exists. So I am very thankful that while my mom and his relationship were shit, while we didn't have a relationship ourselves, that it shouldn't affect the way that we um, interact with everyone else on that side, because that is a part of us. And it is something that I'm actually going to talk about here in a second. Um. So yeah, my mom always encouraged us to talk to him if, if we wanted to. Um, I just didn't. Um, I didn't... I had heard, you know, stories about how he was and how he had gone to jail or prison or whatever it was and what he had done to get there. And I was just like, mm. Yeah. Oh, I just hit the mic. Um. Mm, Nah, like, it's, I don't know, and even thinking about, about it to the, to this day, I'm, like, getting, like, all shaky, I don't know, I just, I have no idea why I didn't, I truly did not want to talk to him, I do not know, um, I think it's just because I genuinely didn't have an interest to, sorry, guy, if you're hearing this by any chance, um, Yeah, that just was not something that I was interested in, I guess. Um, But then I also tried to make it known that 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 was just my opinion and that I was thankful to my mom for encouraging us if that was something that we wanted to seek out to never stop us. And I also didn't want it to stop my brother from forming his own opinion. Again, I don't know. Maybe that's something I'll have to talk to him about now that we're both older. Um, Yeah. But how I have noticed that not having a biological father has impacted me. Oh, I guess a relationship, everyone has a biological father, um, has impacted me more as an adult than it ever had in my, after burp, um, in my, excuse me, like while growing up. And this is because insert this guy named Colby Borup who is loving me in a way like or is showing me like love and affection and attention, not just like on a romantic level, obviously, but like on an emotional and mental level. That I've never had from a male. He is my, well, I had a boyfriend in elementary school where we held hands once. And then one time in junior high, I had a boyfriend and we kissed once or twice or something like literally just a peck on the lips. So Colby is my, like my actual first boyfriend, boyfriend who took me out on dates, who, met my mom, who met my stepdad, who met my brother. Oh my god, I just remembered a story about my brother and him meeting for the first time. Someone's gonna have to remind me to talk about that. Oh my god, that is so that's a cringe moment. Oh my god, my heart just started racing thinking about it. Anyways, um so yeah, Colby is the very first person to or the very first male to give me that type of like love and affection, right? And so, as I have grown up, I have realized that the way that I need to be loved and, like, shown affection by a prominent male figure, I had no clue how I needed to be loved. Like, I had no clue what that entailed. When my stepdad, when I was, like, primarily in the house before I moved out for college, I thought the way... Um, to build a connection with that prominent male figure at the time, so with my stepdad was by liking the interests that he likes. If you guys listen to my first podcast, you're gonna see a pattern. I I really wanted to have those interests for my own because I thought that that's what I had to do to build that relationship to seek those feelings that I, you know, was seeking from that prominent male figure at the time, and. At the time, I thought that I was like that was it. Okay, I was like, "Cool, this is this is it. I like these things too. I guess this is what it what it is." Um, we never had an like an emotional connection. It was more like roommate style, but like obviously with the love of like as a father figure, like I obviously still had love for him and still have love for him as a father figure. So I don't mean that in a bad way. We just didn't like hang out, (laughs) like talk about things, which I'm like, but that was just how our relationship was. It was completely fine. I'm not complaining about it in any way, but how I had received love my entire life prior to him from my mom was by constant communication and verbal affirmation. So I had originally grown up being loved with a lot of quality time and communication. And so that's what I had needed to be loved by any prominent figure in my life. And then since my it wasn't just my mom anymore and that my stepdad had came into my life, I had forgotten that how I needed to be loved was with quality time and um and communication so that was kind of forgot over the years so then when Colby came into my life again I was used to thinking that in order for myself to be loved I must first take on Colby's interests um to make me I guess more appealing and it wasn't Oh, my God, I'm picking my face because it's kind of hard. Until recently, like literally two months ago, that I realized that's not how I need to be loved. And that the type of love that I do need from him as my partner in life, and as my romantic partner needs to be communicated. Um, I am a big talker. I always have been, and that is something that has been suppressed by the male people in my life, by the male figures, by the male people, (laughs) the postal service. (laughs) Um, And so I just recently learned that it was okay to stand up for myself and that needing quality time and needing someone in my life that is willing to sit down and listen to my crazy ass ideas is what I need to be loved. Um, and it took me a lot to communicate that. And that's something, you know, we're still working on. We are Part of being married is having those really hard conversations and knowing that it's going to be hard and it's not going to be the last time we have that hard conversation. And um, so we're just kind of learning from each other and taking our past into consideration. And I explained to him how I think not having that relationship... Um that I had always needed until now has been hard. And so while him and I have been together for 10 years, I am just now learning how I actually need him to love me and just now learning how to communicate it. So it was um, it's a much needed conversation to have with your partner, but it can be very difficult to have. Especially if you guys aren't on the same page. Um, But it does wonders for you. And I encourage everyone to have that conversation. I did start reading that Love Languages book. However, I got discouraged and threw it across the room. (laughs) Because I was having a moment. So I'm going to make Colby read it first. And then I'm going to pick it back up and see. Because, yeah, I was pissing me off. Anyways. Um... So I think that's how not having my biological dad in my life has impacted me the most is in my current relationship with my husband. I know that sounds weird, but here's another thing I wanted to preface. Preface? That's not a word. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Is that um, when people talk about having daddy issues or mommy issues, I used to be that asshole that was like, thank God I don't have a daddy issues like I always make jokes about it and everything but like I there's a stigma behind it that I do not think is okay to joke about but at the same time like obviously the people that do not have a parental figure in their life for whatever reason is going to have some sort of like negative side effect. So shame on you guys for making people feel bad <laughs> for not having said figure in their lives or if they're acting out because of it because it's going to mess them up in ways that they might not even be aware of at the moment and it might take them some time to acknowledge it. For example, it's been 20 plus years since I spoke to the man and I'm just now like, <laughs> brain blast it all makes sense it all makes sense and I also do not blame my mom for leaving the guy I'm just gonna say that right now also I know I said it earlier my mom is a badass shout out to that woman for everything that she did for my brother and I oh that can be a podcast episode on its own talking with Tracy um Oh my gosh, I will say she calls herself the original T-Pain. My mom's name is Tracy Payne, and I think she's older than T-Pain the rapper. So she calls herself the OG T-Pain. I can't with her. Anyways, Um, I think that's it. Oh, and I will wrap it up by saying another way not having him in my life is now knowing what I do want from a father figure. For my future kids. It's like that's a list I could like that's I'm not going to explain it. But that's another thing I, I forgot that I was going to say. With that being said. I'm going to go now. Um. Uh, oh. I. Um, I got a. Uh, a Patreon. And I put tears on it, like subscriber tears, because it was like part of like the go through steps or whatever. And I feel so greedy doing it. But here's the thing. If you guys want to give me money, I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) Like that'd be stupid. It's like when people are like, hey, do you want this last slice? And if I deep heartedly want it and I'm like, no, you go ahead, like stop doing that shit. Or if people are like, hey, do you want me to buy this for you? If you are going to offer things, I am going to start saying yes. Like, absolutely. I'll take that last slice. Absolutely. You can cover my McDonald's. Like, And then people I hate it when people are like, hey, do you want me to pay for this? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, okay, then don't offer. Like, there's a difference between being moochy and expecting people to do it consistently. Like every now and then, like I'll expect Colby to buy things for me, but that's different. Um, but when it comes to, like my friends and everything, if they offer me to like or offer to do something, I'm gonna start taking them up on it. Like I'm on a budget. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hell yeah, my guy. What do you pay up you want me to Venmo you oh no okay shit well I, I tried so with the tears there's one that's like a three dollar one and then there's one that's a five dollar one I can't remember the specifics but I would really like to use the money if I ever raised any not saying that because like these are things I'm going to want to do eventually um if you guys wanted to help sweet if not I would never ever ever excuse me I had a burp Never, ever, ever expect anybody to pay a dime to listen to my content. So what I want to do is any of the money that I would raise would be to help, like, give me, um, what is that called? Like, equipment, like, tools. So, like, I there's a pair of headphones that I really want. They're not anything snazzy, but I just don't have any headphones. Um, And then I would, <laughs> what the hell was that laugh? Anyways, um, I'm kind of full of myself. And I think it would be really cool to create merch. And I'm just thinking of starting with stickers. So then the other tier would be like a handwritten monthly letter from me. Just kind of like saying whatever I wanted to you at that time. I don't know. Like, there's nothing specific. I just would just, dear, darling, and just right away. And then the other thing would be like sending off stickers. I don't know. I think that would be cool. Again, this is something that I am just kind of pulling out of my ass, like, thinking I'm some kind of somebody but it's a goal like why not my aunt had told me to take the energy and run with it so I'm doing that I'm taking this positive energy you guys are giving me and running with it with that being said I've been talking for so long um over and out have a good day bye